Hello, 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 and welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where we help passionate people create stable income with flexible schedules by getting ideal nonprofit clients with the best grant writing and nonprofit sales strategies in the industry. My name is Holly Rustic, and I went from working 50 plus hours per week as a grant writer inside a nonprofit, living paycheck to paycheck, to opening my own freelance grant writing business and only working part-time hours, earning more than I ever had before. Inside our programs, the Freelance Grant Writer Academy and the Grant Professional Mentorship, I have helped more than 100 changemakers get out of toxic 9-to-5 jobs and replace their full-time incomes while working part-time as a grant writer from home and around the world. Simply by learning how to write grants through our grants writing formula and implementing our unique approach to nonprofit sales. Join these aspiring and seasoned grant writers so you too can secure ideal nonprofit clients with cause areas that you fully believe in, get them massive funding, and be able to set your own schedule and revenue goals. Be sure to join our weekly email newsletter, The Freelance Grant Writer Hub Haven, where you get stress-free nuggets on the financial stability components and skills of being a freelance grant writer. Plus, you get updates about the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. Just go to grantwritingandfunding.com to subscribe. And now let's get ready for the most bold, empowering, and approachable coaching and conversations you've ever heard. Let's create a higher standard of stability freedom, and legacy together. Hello, Changemakers. It's Holly Rustic here at Grant Writing and Funding, and I'm really excited. I'm always excited, y'all, when I'm talking to you on the podcast. (laughs) Today, I'm so excited to continue our conversations with folks that are in the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. And today we have on the show Tiffany Thibodeau, and she is amazing. She has so much energy. She just came in the academy a few months ago. She's already quitting her full-time job. She's gotten so clear on her packaging and her pricing. She's really articulated her unique industry concept, and she's created systems with her ethical nonprofit sales strategies. So it's been so exciting to see her come in, be able to really book out clients because she has all these things in place and got them together very quickly while working full time and be able to book out her ideal clients so she can actually leave her job earlier than planned. And what's great about Tiffany too is she came into the academy with, she does content writing, right, as a freelancing. So she said, okay, I wanna add grant writing to that. So she's been able to really think about how do I want to add grant writing into my business and really leverage that, but also not dilute my service offerings, right? Or like have too many things that are very different, but we've actually been able to work together to really create more of a concept that makes sense, that's integrated into her business. So from this clarity, she's been able to really secure more clients. And the beautiful thing that she shares today is that Tiffany was able to really say, hey, I need to figure out my pricing so I know, and and the time I'm working, so I know how many clients I can take on. And because she's been able to figure out those dynamics more, now she feels like she can really show up and help nonprofits like 100%. So I love that so much 
that now she feels like, oh, I'm actually more empowered to help you because of clarity of services and pricing. So now she's been able to say, okay, now I can quit my full-time job early and because I have these clients lined up, because I have clients on deck, because I have systems in place. Um, and it actually happened a lot quicker, a full quarter before she thought she was gonna be able to. So definitely stay tuned to this conversation. It's so good. And if you're listening to this before January 10th, you're definitely gonna wanna join our free live brand new webinar, Quit Your Toxic Nonprofit Job and Replace Your Full-Time Income with Freelance Grant Writing. We are having that January 10th at 6.30 p.m. So you still might be able to sneak in the door if you're listening to this as soon as the episode drops. Um, so make sure you sign up for that because I'm gonna show you how you can actually start a freelance grant writing business and why it's so important for you as well, even if you have no grant writing experience. Plus, we're gonna be opening the doors to the Freelance Grant Writer Academy as soon as the webinar is over. You're also gonna be able to get, if you register for the webinar, you're gonna get a 48-hour bonus which consists of two coaching calls. One is a group coaching call, but it's gonna be a customized audit, so you're just gonna, you're still gonna get some one-on-one -on -one time with me about how to best utilize the program to reach your first 10K in nonprofit sales in the quickest way possible. Because of where you are in your situation, I'm gonna show you how to navigate the program the best. So in the days of joining, even if you've never written a grant before, we are going to build out a customized plan for you to reach your first 10K in nonprofit sales. This will definitely help you fast track your success inside the academy and get all your questions answered. Plus, you're gonna meet the other change makers coming inside the program. And the second bonus is you get a private one-on-one -on -one coaching call where we decide three things. We are gonna review your unique industry concept, your value-based pricing and services, and your sales plan to ethically book out ideal nonprofit clients. This is the only time you will get private one-on-one -on -one call in the program. This bonus is at no additional cost to you. All you have to do is join within the first 48 hours after watching the webinar. So these bonuses are only available for folks who actually register for the webinar. So make sure that you are registered for that if you have even an inkling of interest in the Academy, because you're definitely after the webinar, you're gonna be like, yep. <laughs> you're gonna learn out more if it's right for you. And if you're a grant writer, it's right for you. Because you know what our spicy belief is? All grant writers should open a freelance grant writing business, even if it's part-time, right? Look at how Tiffany's gonna do it today. She started at part-time, so then she has reserves and clients already so she can quit her full-time job. For more information on where to sign up for that webinar and about Tiffany and where to find her today, please do visit grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 305. All right, y'all, here's Tiffany. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding, and I am super excited to have an amazing guest on the podcast this week, and we are talking to Tiffany Thibodeau, and she is in the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. She's been in it for a few months, and you just are like a rock star in there and brings so much energy to all of the calls and all the things, so I couldn't be happier to have you in there. And yeah, I'm really excited because you also came into the program already doing freelance grant writing on the side, right? And you're like, okay, I have a goal to, you know, do some things in my business, to get more systems in place, to get clear on my packaging and my pricing and to, you know, and to like quit my full-time job by Q1 of 2024. 
but you were able to do that so much earlier. <laughs> so I just want to applaud you on that. And you know, a whole quarter earlier, you're like, actually, I'm ready to quit my job now and I can do it now because I have the clients in place in just the last few months. So I just like, that's amazing that you've been taking the work, applying it, getting coaching and just going like, I love it. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. And it's a pleasure to be here. Talking about you have a grant writing business. Now you're full time in your grant writing consultancy and it is Tiffany Thibodeau and.com. And we'll definitely have all the show notes and the links and all the things. So, but you also offer grant writing. So can you talk about your, cause you come into this with a background in education. You've done, yeah, as an educator, you've done a lot of different um, types of work in there. You come in with grant writing experience. So can you kind of talk about like what got you interested in grant writing from that educator perspective to grants? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I had been in, I, I guess I'll start with um, my d- degree is in uh, communications and I started in communications. I did an internship um, in development um, at an art museum in my area. And um, I had also had been doing like some tutoring or something on the side and then realized that I really like really love working with kids. So I just pivot from my intentional goal of doing like nonprofit communications to working in early ed and then working in um, elementary and secondary um, education. And I did that for about 15 years before I realized that I wanted to just, I guess, just try to figure out what else to do um, as my sort of my next phase in life. Um, I started doing some freelancing while I was still teaching. And um, so maybe for the first year after I left teaching, I was doing content writing as a business, as my sort of my freelancing work. And it was actually a conversation with my therapist and he was like, well, we, you've been talking about like this, like you're still connected to education. Like everything I talk about is like related to like supporting students, um, mm-hmm. math education, STEM education. And then I was also talking about how I wanted to like do this work um, in a nonprofit sector. So um, I took a part-time job at a nonprofit organization and I was also working part-time at my library um, and just kind of like trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do and then he said well what about grant writing like you like to write and like you want to you know you want to continue writing and you also want to work in a nonprofit space and it and it was just suddenly like an oh yeah aha this is exactly what I want to do and so the more I started to um, sort of think about that and talk to different people and basically like stalk your website <laughs> about information. I realized that that is exactly what I wanted to do. So I started with um, Dr. Beth Browning's um, course through University of Georgia, um, mm-hmm. which was a great, um, really great foundation for getting me started. And then I reached out to a um, grant writer who is in my area and asked if she needed a subcontractor. And she said, yes. And um, so I started working with her and and really getting some experience in that way. I had written grants for my classroom, but it's like a whole different thing to be writing, not about the thing that I'm living every day and be able to write about a different organization and tell their story. So getting that experience was great. And then I got my first client. Um, which was fantastic, but I knew that if I was going to actually make a business out of it, I really needed some support and getting some systems in place to 
be able to grow from there. Oh, I love that. And I love Dr. Bev. I don't know if you know that we've done a lot of things together, her and I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember taking her advanced grant writing course online. I think it was like way back in the early 2000s, like long time ago. And I remember it was so funny when I reached out to her to be on my podcast, like six years ago. And she was like, yeah. Yeah. And then I like where you also talked about as far as like looking at reaching out to somebody, you know, doing a course, getting some experience, writing a few grants, right? Maybe some teacher grants. Um, but then like being bold enough to be like, reach out to someone and say, Hey, would you subcontract me? So, or, you know, with me and what is, were you asking them to like, pay you right at that point you felt like okay I'm, you know what I have experience and I'm getting some grants like how how was that because I know a lot of people think oh I gotta volunteer so long first before I can get paid so can you talk yeah. about that yeah yeah absolutely um so I reached out by email and um I said you know I'm looking to like, you know, just get a little more experience in the grant writing space. And I know that you um, work with organizations in, in, in this field. And here's a sample that I wrote for <laughs> my uh, grant writing course. Would you take a look at it? And would you like, do you need any support? And they responded and it was great. We had a really nice conversation and um, we agreed on a fair price to just, you know, get me started as um, doing some work for them. So, yeah, I I think one of the things that, um, particularly in the nonprofit space, we tend to think that we need to do each, everything for free to get experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I had already gone down that route with a lot of other things of unpaid work, um, like just unpacking the, like, teacher personality of always taking on things that are unpaid and yeah. I was like no I need income so I'm going to ask and so we were able to work that out and it it worked out well I love that I love that so much because yeah you're right so many people and especially in the nonprofit space education space all of that is like oh I've got to like you know do all of this and then do it for free so like take this entire course and then I have to like write a grant then I have to like work for intern for a year or whatever before I even get paid and that's so not it like as you know there's so many grant writers out there and even in the academy people are like anyone needs some work <laughs> like I got too many clients right like things happen like that and we know that it's okay if they're not like haven't written a million grants as long as they understand the concepts and sometimes actually people who subcontract or hire grant writers they prefer them to have just a skill set, you know, a bit that they've understand the framework or they want to teach them theirs. Like if they're already so set in their ways of how they do grant writing, sometimes they're like, eh. <laughs> I'd rather have some fresh, right? So I can also train them in the way that I do it. So I love that you came in, especially, and we're like, I'm not going to do this for free because I have invested in a course. I have written some grants and that's enough, right? Like I can start there. So kudos to you for that, to start there. And then you also talked about content writing. And I remember our first conversation together and you're talking about, I do content writing too, right? So I was like, that's really interesting because a lot of nonprofits also need content writing. They need 
work on newsletters or on blogs or on all of that. So has that, have you kind of held on to both as you're growing your business or are you starting to just focus more on grants as well? Or are you kind of building both up together? Yeah, I would say I'm building both up together, but it's probably at sort of a, like a, I don't know, two thirds, one thirds um, balance of more leaning more toward the grant writing right now. Um, I offer the content writing as sort of an add-on for um, nonprofits who are like, maybe um, we were awarded a grant and they want to celebrate with a press release. I can write that press release. Um, Maybe they're looking to just connect with their supporters beyond uh, grant makers. And so they're looking to put out a newsletter and I can help with that sort of thing or doing profiles on um, board members or just sort of telling their story. And there are lots of different ways in which uh, nonprofits can connect with people. And they have so like there's so many nonprofits that are doing so many amazing things. And so like, don't keep it to yourself tell people, tell the world all of these awesome things that you're mm-hmm. doing and all of this growth that you're seeing from the people that you are supporting in your communities. I love that. I love that so much. And plus, like, then you can also help with, like, donor engagement and other ways of bringing in funding, right? Or corporate, mm-hmm. corporate solicitation letters or, you know, so you can kind of say, hey, I do grant writing, but let's add on these other components if that's what they need, right? To really mm-hmm. leverage more funding, right? Yeah. And so that's that's a really cool way to do it and not a lot of grant writers um have that skill just because you're you know how to write doesn't a grant doesn't necessarily mean you know how to write those other things right so like even me I would like my mom she's an educator she's been an educator for like 35 years and she teaches English and all of that and I'm always like I know how to write all the technical stuff, but I'm like, review my grammar. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, there, there's different skills. It doesn't mean you necessarily know all the grammar and all the things just because you're a grant writer. It's very different type of writing, right? Yeah. So yeah. you yeah. like have both, mm-hmm. you know, open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then connecting with people who have maybe that skill that you don't have to get a little insight or um, learning how to improve that area. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So this is really cool. So as you're like growing your business and you've been in the academy for a few months and I remember it was so excited that you're like, yeah, I'm quitting my full-time job early and I'm looking, you know, I was able to like grab some things while writing a grant, like easily into the the academy. So let's kind of get in there. Like, you know, you came in saying, I want to do these things in my business. And within the first few months, and you have a whole 12 months in the program. So super excited about that. And just even in the first part of it, like, what are the benefits that you've really seen, like in your services, in your pricing and and reaching your goals for the number of clients that you want? Yeah, it's been amazing being a part of the Academy. Um, I think the one The one really awesome thing is my partner is glad that I have Holly to talk to now about business things and I'm not asking questions that I'm not going to get an answer to at home. Um, So that's been really great. And so just being able to use the Slack channel to ask questions or um, put a grant in there for review. Um, I took on my very first federal grant because I had the support from the community to be like, yeah, I, I can try this out and, and I'm not going to fall flat on my face and this is going to work out. Um, and I don't know that I would have had the courage to do that if I didn't have people saying, yeah, you can definitely do it. And here are some things that you should sort of 
think about before you agree to the contract. And then on the other end, saying, um, here's some ways that you can make your grant proposal better and stronger um, so that you can submit it to the agency. Um, so that's been really great. And then the other part that has been really helpful for me is having the a place to talk about systems. Um, so what works for one client may not work for every client, but having a system that works for me so that I can use it consistently, um, it's been really awesome being a part of the um, coaching calls and hearing about the way that different people structure things and then getting your advice, Holly, about how to structure things so that the, these things that maybe I haven't encountered yet, but I know that will likely come up and like being able to plan ahead. So what do I need to put in place? Um, how do I refine this so that it's better from the last time I tried it with a particular client? And then um, your templates have been sort of a lifesaver in terms of saving me time. Um, I realized in like a very like sort of last minute-ish with a rush grant that I needed an MOU to get prepared and being able to like, grab your MOU template and tailor it for the organizations that we're going to be working together and then just sending it off to them so that they didn't have to do anything else with it just read it and sign it was fantastic and then that was like just that that in itself was like so much value to me and and getting like, that's it back because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was like the three-week federal first federal grant yeah. turnaround <laughs> you're like i was like oh, what like, you got it but i was like yeah you got it because you got the resources right and then you can quickly do it so that would save mm -hmm. time but kudos to you to doing your first federal grant three weeks like that's pretty insane so yeah that's awesome though that you were able to get it done and feel supported so yeah, that's amazing. And I and I love how you're talking about the systems as well, right? Because that was one of the things when you enter the program, you're like, I want to increase my systems and have a, a more structure set up. So do you feel like you're in a better position now to onboard clients or just to know what your services are and all of that? Have you been able to rehash that pretty well? Yeah, I think so. I think the biggest thing has been um, knowing how to talk about what I do and who I support. Um, so, you know, clients are now reaching out to me that are, or potential clients, I'll say, um, are reaching out to me because they know that I'm a grant consultant and content writer who works with education nonprofits and youth development nonprofits. And um, before I was getting, you know, like, someone wanting to um, like start a shoe business and wanting grants or just other things that were not aligned with what it the, the services that I offered um, just because they saw the name grant writer and they wanted a grant writer, but it wasn't necessarily a good fit for what I could do for them. So now I feel like that's a lot clearer um, in my messaging. And it's also clearer to me what it is that I'm looking for and not looking for and working with a potential nonprofit partner. I love that. And that's just, it's just like coming in. And I know we really talk about like, you got to identify who you want to work with because there's so many nonprofits out there, right? So a lot of people get into it. They're like, oh, I just want, I'll take on anything that comes to me. But like you said, like that might not be a good fit. And it's actually harder to market to anyone versus, oh, I know my skill sets in education. I know that's where I'm passionate. So I want to focus there, right? And that's how now I know who I can market to. I can look at schools and education sector and all of that. And I can be very proficient in writing those types of grants, right? So you're going to build up your portfolio quicker too. I remember we were talking and you're like, 
And it was like, that can sound like a lot of services, but because you're who you're serving education and youth nonprofits, that's very niche. So now you can have a little bit more broad services with a very niche kind of focus. So um, I love that. And then through that too, you said now you're, you were able to quit your job early because you were able to get clients. So from there, where have you been able to um, secure clients? Then it sounds like pretty quickly in the academy. How yeah, it was sort of, um, it, it feels like a long time coming, but just, um, I don't know, September hit. And then suddenly it was like, wow, okay. <laughs> um, and trying to keep up with it. And at a point in October, I realized that I had um, so much, so much grant and content work with nonprofits that I couldn't sustain that and also working um, where I was. So I am still working with the organization, um, trying to offboard myself as they bring on someone else. Um, but it's really just more like five hours a week. Um, I'm still, it's an organization that's like really close to my heart. So I'm still volunteering there. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm glad because like now um, being able to um, work as a freelance a consultant and work as a content writer, I'm able to actually like bring in the money that I need um, that I wasn't necessarily able to have before so that now I'm like, yeah, sure. I can volunteer a couple of hours because I'm not going, oh my goodness, I need to make money some other way. Um, so I'm just, I have a little more breathing room now, which has been really great. Um, and I think the really great part about it is um, I get to work with all of these different nonprofits, um, I'm reaching out to them and they're reaching out to me and I'm able to support them in some way and making connections with um, you know, the nonprofits resource centers that are in different areas and you know, learning from them, but also being a resource for them as well. And mm -hmm. that's been really helpful and, and like a really great experience and sort of, I guess, hoping to build, building these long-term relationships and connecting with um, different organizations, particularly in the education and youth space. I love that so much. And I, and I love what you said too, is like before you kind of were there, but you weren't really making enough money, but now you feel actually more empowered to, to help and serve. And I think that's what a lot of people, they think, oh, I have to stay in this nonprofit or this situation that is paying me pennies because I believe in the cause. And I'm always like, oh, no, 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 that's a toxic situation. Even though it might be a beautiful, great nonprofit, it's not healthy for you, right? And you can't really give 100% because you have all this stress on your mind. So it's so great then that you've put yourself in a position where you're like, I can get paid more and I can feel really good about having the space to show up 100% and volunteer, right? And I'm serving all of these great causes that I'm passionate about in this sector that I believe in. So it really is like a, 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 change, a mindset change, right? Did you really find that that was kind of more of where it was? And then like, okay, I can actually make this work. And then just making the plan work. Is that kind of- Yeah, I think a lot of it was mindset and it was- how do I do this? And if I do this, what happens if I fail? <laughs> like, so that's always like a fear part that I think comes up. And then it was also just, you know, like you, when you like the work that you're doing, then like, you know, could you just continue it? Could I do like the, you know, balancing both of those things for a longer period of time? And then I realized that like, I 
I was stretching myself too thin and not able to give what I needed to give to each or organization. It, it just wouldn't have been um, presenting my best if I had continued in that way. So um, I realized that it was like I was at a good place where um, we were already, you know, um, recognizing that at some point I was going to be exiting and mm -hmm. I was going to be um, working with all of these other organizations who, who I also believed in and I had a way of doing it in in sort of a capacity that I was really excited about and um, it was also just really helpful for my lifestyle so being able to like um, be home with my dogs because <laughs> I was a huge yeah. dog mom and um, just be able to sort of take care of myself um, on a personal level. And um, that was really helpful to just sort of make that switch. And it felt like a win-win because now I'm like, I don't have to choose which nonprofit I work with. I can work with all of these nonprofits and I can give my best to all of these nonprofits because I'm working on better on my terms. I love that so much. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for, for getting in that space because you, you enabled yourself and empowered yourself to be able to be in that space. Right. So, so talking about like that mindset, what if, what if I fail? Right. So how did you get through that then? Because there's that, like you said, as soon as you kind of overcome, well, what, what if I fail? Then when you come out the other side, you're like, well, I'm going to try to do this anyway. So what was that kind of like bridge? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, uh, Part of that was, um, so you had mentioned something and you'd also, you mentioned it again. I think you, you see this probably a lot. I think it, and it finally resonated with me um, on one of our coaching calls about just like that idea of what you think is productive work. And so you're just kind of spinning your wheels, like redesigning your website multiple times, which I've been there and um, like just doing other things that you're saying, oh yeah, these, these things will help me be in a position to do it. And then at some point you just have to leap. And I think that was one of the conversations that we had. It was just like, at some point, you know, you, you know, you're going to ask yourself, what do you need financially to make the move? And what do you need sort of like, I guess, business-wise to make the move, but at some point you just have to do it. And so I was like channeling that and going, all right, it, I just have to make believe it may work. <laughs> I may, I may fail, but like I have, like, you know, I was, you know, in the mentors, the grant, uh, writers Academy and, you know, I had all of this support around me. And so it was just like, okay, if, if things don't go well, I can course correct mm -hmm. before, hopefully before I completely fall on my face. <laughs> Yeah, you have it. And I and I love it. And the thing is, it's in business, like, yeah, you might have times where you, you don't have as many clients, but then you can pull things out like, okay, I can find more clients. Like, I know how to do that. Like, once you have the skills, right? And we really teach that nonprofit sales strategy that we have because selling to nonprofits is different than selling to like for profits, mm -hmm. right? And especially as a grant writer, they're going to ask you specific questions. And as soon as you become confident in that and you know your niche, you know, you know who you want to reach out to, you know the causes you want, and you've just been building your portfolio it's really not difficult to get clients, right? Mm -hmm. Is that is it also too kind of like, do you feel more at peace now because you have more financial stability? Do you actually, are you feeling that more in your business now? 
Yeah, I'm feeling more at peace um, and I'm feeling more confident, I think. And I think that's one of the things like, I don't know that the Tiffany a year or two ago would have sent like emails to, you know, just nonprofits that I'm interested in working with and say, hey, you know, I'm a grant consultant. I work in this particular field or this area. And, you know, if you're in need of someone, I'm here to support you. And I don't think that I would have done that without like having both the confidence and the language to be able to do that. So yeah, um, that's been really helpful and helping me sort of overcome sort of those, those hesitations and the fear that that might come along with, you know, starting a business. Yeah, because you have to be vulnerable to put yourself out there, right? And like, but ha having a script, <laughs> get a lot of scripts and then say, use your own voice, you know, into this, but here's a structure at least, because you have something. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love that you guys even submit like, hey, what if I write this email? We can look at that and give some feedback or whatever, right? Just to help that confidence too. Because the thing is, is that it's like, we might feel like, ooh, they reject me and all that. But a lot of times they're not going to. And if you didn't reach out, they wouldn't have had that support. And they're so busy, they don't have time to even seek the help that they need. So you're actually doing them a favor, right? So have you been able to train, like your mindset change just on that too? Yeah. Like, hey, cold calls isn't actually that bad. It's actually a helpful thing I'm doing for them. Yeah, exactly. And even if the non like, even if it's like a no now, um, it might be just like a, oh, somewhere down the line, I remember your name and I'm going to reach out to you. And that's, that's also great. Um, and I also had that experience recently where I sent a message to um, another nonprofit um, resource center and I got an email back recently and it was, you know, you work with education organizations and there's an education organization looking for this right now. And it was great to be able to like, to see that, oh yeah, just, just by reaching out and introducing myself now, like they're also connecting with me and, you know, um, helping me connect with nonprofits who might need support. I love that. It's like, they're tucking away your name, like, okay. Mm -hmm. and then they, oh yeah, I know somebody that does that. Right. So mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and that's why I love how clear you are on what you do and the services that you provide, because that just gets people's attention then too. It's like, oh, okay. And not like an education nonprofit's talking about needing a grant writer, like, boom, who are they going to think of? Not of like a grant writer. They scrolled on Instagram the other day that just has general services. Or remember Tiffany, who does education <laughs> grant writing. So, you know, it's just like really clear and it, it really helps your marketing. And you're connecting, right? So I love that. So in, in the and I know that you love utilizing the coaching calls in the academy. So we do coaching calls twice a month. We also have the Slack channel, and you're in there a lot. Um, are there other parts of the program that you? I know you talked about grabbing just curriculum and using things that we have in our curriculum, like templates and all of that. Um, but like, where where's your favorite place to hang out in the academy, and where have you been getting the most <laughs> like support? How do you pick one? <laughs> Um, I spent a lot of time in, I think sort of the business reviews Slack channel. So that's like what probably one of my favorites. Um, and then also I get to most recently going through your, um, just like trying to make sense of peer, the peer review process. So part of your package is, um, giving people 
um, sort of insights into how do you become a peer reviewer and how do you use that as um, one area to grow your grant writing knowledge and then also help to make an additional stream of income. And so going through that has been great because there's so many um, <laughs> federal agencies and just trying to navigate the, like, how do you find the information to like oh, know yeah. when peer reviewing is going to happen? It's been great to have that as a resource. So that's one of the things that I've been thinking about as being really helpful. You, yeah. need, to, you need to be a federal grant, re grant reviewer for DOE, for sure, hands down, <laughs> like at least, and SAMHSA, because they do a lot, you know, so you can definitely look at administration for children and um, youth as well would be a great mm -hmm. one for you. So yeah, there's several that you could definitely get your foot in the door and that would be fantastic. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and, and I love that you're going into the business reviews in Slack. So for those of you listening, one of the things in the Academy that we do is you can submit grants and we give reviews and you can submit anything in your business. I'm going to, you know, writing a proposal for a client coming up, writing your services, your website, whatever you want, feedback. And then we drop a video feedback right? In Slack. So are you mm -hmm. also looking at other people's? Because we, we put everybody, we because it's a benefit for the community, right? Oh, yeah. 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 It's great. Learning just about, so when people, other people in the program have questions um, and being able to see, like, what are the questions that they're coming up with? And also just like, what are some possible um, strategies? So watching those videos as well has been really helpful. Um, so like the um, letter of intent reviews from the, the grant review channel or um, different pricing plans that people are developing and how does that like compare to what I'm doing and is there something in there that I can take from it? And that's, that's also been really helpful in just going, oh yeah, I should make sure that that's clear when I share my offer um, so that, you know, organizations are prepared for, like, you know, they can plan for that in terms of pricing and timeline. So um, getting, you know, because I don't think you're ever going to think of everything, you know, I, like on your own, but yeah. like having a number of people to sort of bounce ideas off of or to see what they're thinking or what they're coming up with and be able to go, oh, yeah, that's something that I, I should definitely plan for. So that's been great. I love that. I love that. And I love how you guys are all like partnering on different things. Some of y'all are going on instrumental together. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's different ways to, to leverage the group for doing things like that. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's been really beneficial. I know for you guys. So oh, I love it though. I love that you're going in and watching the other reviews though. I wish everybody was doing <laughs> And I know a lot of people in the Academy do it because there's just so much you get out of it. Right. So even if you might not be like, like you said, Maybe you haven't developed a website yet, but you can watch the reviews that we give on people's websites. So then you can get ahead of it. So instead of like mm -hmm. having to correct things, you already know the structure and how to do it, right? Just by watching those reviews or like ideas on how people are setting up their structure for their pricing, right? And it's exactly. a big one. Yeah. yeah. And how to organize the pr proposals. So um, I know a lot of us use your uh, proposal template for presenting to potential clients and being able to see the different ways, like even though like everyone's starting with that same template, like just the the different variations of how it makes sense to structure. Um, and then like, you know, I don't think I'd originally thought of retainer as a possibility for um, my um, business, but now I'm starting to shift um, clients from the 
project-based to the retainer model. And so that's also like, that's been a learning curve of like, how do I make this work? And um, counting my hours, which I know Holly, you're like, keep track of your hours, even if you're not reporting them to clients, you don't need to report them to clients, but it's really helpful in your business to know where things are going. So I'm even tracking my hours right now <laughs> to make sure I keep track of everything. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I'm always like track your hours. I'm so big on that, even though I'm not not big on hourly pricing. I always but big on knowing for you, like how long does this actually take me to do, even Mm -hmm. if it's admin stuff in your business, right? Because then you can figure out how much do I need to hire out when I hire up a a VA to come in and help me, right? It's just like knowing having time tracking gives you data. (laughs) It gives me data, and data gives you unemotional, neutral decision making, right? So it very powerful. So I love that, that that you're utilizing all of that. So kudos to you. That's so great that you're shifting over to retainers too. And I think that's just going to create even a larger sense. I know you already have like a large sense of financial stability now in your business, especially compared to your job before, which is great. A lot of people, they can't get their minds around that. They're like, isn't a J-O-B more financially stable? I'm like, no. Just wait. And then when you have the retainers, that'll only increase, right? Because then you're going to see cash flow for longer periods of time with um, fewer clients. So it can be very, very helpful. So I love that you're moving in that direction. And I can't wait to support you along the way when you're doing that. Yeah. So one more thing I just wanted to talk about before we close out today was something you actually mentioned in the green room. And you kind of mentioned it a little bit here was Um, You said you had actually been following me for a long time, like a year and watching things. And I just kind of wanted to mention that because I think that's a really cool thing. Like, and I've done that for like coaching programs. I've gotten like, I'll follow the person and and how um, that was instrumental to your decision maker making, right? Or even if you like scroll through like Instagram from years ago, just to kind of see like, who is this person? Like, right. So can you kind of talk about that? Just because I do think that's such a great thing to do is like, Yes, look at, check out people you're going to invest in in their programs, like really find out they are. Yeah. 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 And there are so many programs right now. Um, and, and I know like way more than I think there, there were a couple of years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. so just being able to like see the resources that are available and then, um, between, uh, following your, your LinkedIn and the podcast and the website. So I feel like, um, since probably maybe November of last year, like just like the weekly podcast and then going back and listening to some of the older episodes and just thinking about the amount of value that I got just from those and getting started and sort of helping to build my grant writing knowledge, but then also my business knowledge about like, how do I set up this business so that it can be sustainable and be, you know, something that will be helpful for my family. And then um, I went to the nonprofit consulting conference, which was fantastic. And so many great resources came out of that um, from you and other nonprofit consultants who were presenting. So you had offered that uh, coaching call um, to sort of talk about things, to uh, talk about the end of year and sort of planning your end of year. And I'd shared with you that my end of year goal, um, so like by January, I wanted to be full-time consulting and you know, you had already during that call had given me so many tips, like, um, of how do I structure things? And I like, I don't know if you knew this going into the call, but before we, before we even met for that call, I was already like, I have my credit card ready. Holly, sign me up. 
I'm ready to go. I had been reading it, reading your resources and using your resources for a while then. And like, I knew that like, this was like, this was going to be a good program for me. And, and I like your mentoring style. And so that was really helpful. Um, yeah, so the, that was great. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to hop into the Freelance Grand Writers Academy and, and get going. <laughs> I love that so much. I'm like, oh, I'm blushing. <laughs> I love that because, you know, a lot of times, like, you know, even for myself, I'm putting out resources. You never really know who's using it or what's happening unless they communicate back to you. You know what I mean? So sometimes it does feel like you're like, <laughs> so I love that you were able to get so much benefit, so many benefits out of it. And then to really think about like, okay, yeah, I'm getting so much out of this already. So why not invest? So that's so good. And that's where a lot of my investment has come through as well as like if I just implement one thing I've heard that person say if it's an Instagram reel or if it's in a blog or if it was on a webinar and I really felt like it resonated with me and it really changed something in, in me I'm like okay there's something here I want to investigate more so I'm really glad that you did your homework and that you came in the program that's fantastic so yay I love it like once again those people out there listening to the podcast today Especially if you're a nonprofit, you want to find out more, you're in the education sector, you're in the youth development sector, you want grant writing, you want content writing, Tiffany is your queen. She's going to help you do all those things so you can definitely find her. So where can they find you, Tiffany? Most people can find me on LinkedIn. I think that's how most people find me now. It's just Tiffany Thibodeau. Um, you can also find me on my website, which is tiffanythibodeau.com. Trying to figure out a better name that's easier to spell. <laughs> We'll have the link as well. And her, <laughs> her last name is spelled T-H-I-B-O-D-E-A-U. So just play that back and slow or just go ahead and go to the show notes today and grab those links so you can grab it. So yeah, and you have a beautiful website. People can go there. They can see all your services. They can see all the great things you're doing on LinkedIn. Um, is there anything else that you want to say before we close out today, Tiffany? I so appreciate this time, Holly. This has been great. And yeah, I'm learning so much. And I just encourage like if you if any of your listeners have a an opportunity to be a part of the academy or you know, just are looking for great resources, it's like it's definitely it's been absolutely worth it and worth the time and the investment. And yeah, so great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Yeah, so we'll be with you and continuing on your journey as well. And yes, please, you guys come join me and Tiffany. You guys can definitely find her inside. <laughs> she is very active and I love it um, and gives great feedback to all the other community members too. So thank you for being so active and such a gem. Thank you. Yes. I'll see you inside the Academy. Thanks, Holly. Give it a I hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast episode with Tiffany Thibodeau. She is a grant consultant and content writer specializing in education and youth development. You can find out more about her and about where to join the webinar and the academy by visiting grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 305. I hope to see you at tomorrow's webinar, quit your toxic nonprofit job, and replace your income with freelance grant writing. That'll be January 10th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. And I hope to see you inside the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. The doors are only open until January 21st, 2024, so be sure to jump inside.
I now enjoy Tiffany. She's still in the program as well as Dr. Lauren who you heard last week. So join uh, Lauren and Tiffany inside the Academy. All right, I'll see you next week on another episode of the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast.